Welcome to the Audience Converter Podcast, the podcast for converting your audience from strangers to loyal fans. We dive deep and discuss how entrepreneurs, consultants, and coaches can level up their business to help more people in the world. Now here's your host, the creator of the Audience Conversion Method, Kimberly Whitecamp. Do you struggle with getting your message in front of the right people? I don't mean figuring out which of the many social media channels to be out there. Whenever you have a new offer or a new opportunity or even a new resource that you really want to share with your community, do you struggle with getting your community to actually open your emails? I have created a really awesome in-depth workshop where we'll go through exactly how you can use a welcome series. It's a series of five to seven emails that people get when they first join your list that creates a curated customer experience and leads to higher engagement rates, higher conversion rates, and higher open and click rates. You can join me and grab your ticket at theaudienceconverter.com slash workshop. If you've ever wanted to create an engaged community that you know is going to be more eager to open your messages, learn about your offerings, and of course, expand the audience in which see your offer and have the opportunity to invest their time, energy, resources, and money with you, this is definitely an option for you to get those welcome series written. So this three-hour workshop will be a get-it-done style, training, time to write, and time to get feedback. Grab your ticket at theaudienceconverter.com slash workshop. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Audience Converter Podcast. I'm Kimberly Whitecamp, your host, conversion copywriter, and marketing strategist. And today we're talking all about how to make sure that your purpose and your passion align so that when you grow your business, you don't feel stuck and beholden to the business. And of course, to help me talk about this topic today, I have a wonderful guest. His name is Andy Craig. And in spite of major challenges and setbacks, he became a highly successful top speaker and trainer who's traveled across the United States and knocked the ball out of the park 99% of the time. Andy has worked in a wide variety of industries from insurance to nutrition to home improvement. And in 2012, Andy was certified as a thinking and results facilitator. He's just launched his newest book, Passion Power, Discover the Three Indispensable Keys to Your Success. It draws from his experience as well on getting an appeal to individuals and companies around the globe because it shows them how to achieve more in their lives. His message is all about how to break through limiting beliefs and it can appeal to everyone. So Andy, I want to say thank you so much for being here and welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much, Kimberly. It's great to be here. appreciate you having me on here. Absolutely. So I want to learn more a little bit about, you know, your journey to becoming a speaker and talking about the the keys to the success. So tell me a little bit about your journey and how you came to be doing what you're doing. Certainly. Well, like many people, I was working a full-time job for many years. And actually about that point, it was about seven years. So this is going on about two, maybe two and a half years ago that I was at that particular position. And I had found myself in a position where I was completely burned out. And I had initially very much enjoyed that position that I was in, but I I was burned out at this particular point. I was overqualified for it and really not heading in a direction that I wanted to go. Having trouble getting out of that in position that I would apply for, I would not be able to actually get an interview for. And there was too much of a game going on there at the company that I worked for. And I didn't want to play the game to actually find positions that I felt were a good fit. And what saved me at that particular point was I was working with a coach. And that coach at the time 
basically said to me, uh, and I hadn't shared any of this information at all. I didn't tell him that where I was in terms of being burned out or whatever. I was actually working with him in another area. And he basically said to me one day, Andy, if you're not happy with the quality of the results that you have in your life, you need to re-examine the quality of the questions that you're asking yourself. And when he said that, it went through me like a laser. And I went, what? What is that all about? Because I was thoroughly burned out with position, as I mentioned, and I wanted to change, but I didn't know what that change looked like. And so I did some really big thinking at that particular point. I'm like, what questions do I need to be asking myself right now? So I went home, thought deeply about that. And I I had been speaking on the side at that point for several years, but I wanted to get into it full time. And I'm like, well, what's a way that I can do that? What about giving seminars? What would that look like? So the next day, I decided to do what many of us decided to do when we're looking for something, and that is go to Google, Mr. Google. So I went over to Mr. Google. I typed in three uh, simple words, Tulsa Seminar Trainer, because I live in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I had a bucket load of web links that came back, and I narrowed those down to five links, those five links down to two. I thought over those, prayed over those, and figured out that I wanted to go ahead and work with a a certain seminar company. Um, Made an application to them. They said, yep, we're going to go ahead and bring on board. And I went in for certification, got certified with them back in May of 2018. And that was able to release me from that what I felt like was a dead-end job that I was working at and get into what it was that I really wanted to do, which is speak to audiences, train them, empower them, and help them really move into what is the best fit for them in their life. I think your story is is very similar to a lot of people's in that, you know, they they know they want to change, they know they want to do something, but they're not entirely clear on how to make that happen. So they turn to Google, right? They turn to asking for help from the wide expansive reaches of the internet, which is uh, something to keep in mind for anyone who's talking about marketing, right? That's how most people are going to be finding you right now is because they, they know they want something, they don't know how to do it. So they're going to ask Google. And I, I love that that's kind of how you started on your journey is you knew you wanted to do something and you're like, well, I think this is a starting point. So I'll figure that out. You know, how, how can people, you know, take this approach of, well, I'm stuck or, you know, well, I started my business because I thought it's what I wanted to do, but it's, you know, it's, it's draining me, it's burning me out. Well, what is uh, some of those first steps or first questions you need to ask about redesigning that business for you? Certainly. Yeah, that's a great question there. I actually talk about it in my recently released book there that, that you mentioned there, uh, Passion Power. I also talked about it at my keynote address, and, and that is discovering what it is that you are truly passionate about. What I have discovered in my own life and with so many people that I've talked to over the years and worked with is passion and purpose actually go hand in hand. And what we are passionate about, generally speaking, is what it is that we already have a talent or a skill for. And when I'm doing my presentations, usually what I like to highlight is what is it that you're good at, what are you naturally drawn to, et cetera. And I'll talk about music just because I played saxophone for so many years. I played it for over 30 years now. And even though I don't do anything with that professionally right now, I, I've, I've played in bands and stuff like that in the past. I don't do anything with it professionally, but it's something that I'm naturally drawn to. My mind is working very much in a musical fashion. And so I have a great passion for music. So I, I ask people, and obviously I have a passion for speaking as well. And so I, I've kind of put that in there. My degree actually is in speech communication. So go figure, I'm a talker. Hmm, how does that work out? But figure out what is it that you have natural skills for, that you got talents for, 
and what you have a natural drive for. Maybe it's math, maybe it's science, maybe it's English, literature, maybe you're a wordsmith, whatever the case may be. What does it look like that you are naturally gifted at? And what is it that, and you might even, have, you might not have a conscious knowing of this, because actually I talk to people on a regular basis that they're not sure what it is that they're good at, but yet they're going to be doing something in front of me. Like I've seen people that uh, in airports that have been waiting to get on the plane. I actually saw one lady that was doing her doodles and I, I looked over her shoulder and she was a pencil using a, a series of pencils to do her drawing. She was a marvelous artist. I didn't talk to her about it, but I, I just saw her. So what is it that you do on a regular basis? What do you excel at? And what is it that you're naturally drawn into? You're going to find in that your joy, your passion, your zeal for life come in that. And that is where your, your purpose is going to be aligning is in something close to that. And if it's not clo- in, not necessarily close to that, the, the word I'm looking for in here, though, is it may not be a, a specific position within that realm, but it could be an offshoot of that. And you're going to be able to figure out how to direct yourself into that area to find something that actually is a, uh, a hand-in-glove fit for you, where you're going to be able to have that passion, that zeal, or whatever it is that you're designed to do. So I want to address one of the things that you brought up is that some people don't realize what they're passionate about, or they they haven't really defined what they're drawn to. It's It's one of those things that we kind of have like a block to notice what it is that we're driven to or what it is that we're passionate about. So if somebody's listening to this and they're like, yeah, you know, I would love to be passionate about what I'm doing or I'm, I'm, you know, I think there is a purpose in there somewhere, but I'm really sure it is. You know, how can somebody kind of remove that block or recognize in their life what it is that they're drawn to? Do you have a process for helping people kind of make that realization? Oh, yeah, absolutely. A great question. In fact, I meant to mention it previously. So I'm glad you did a follow-up question on that one. Sometimes, like you said, we are too close to our own superpowers, as I like to call them, our talents, our superpowers, that we don't necessarily realize what our superpowers are. So one of the best, easiest ways that you can do that is actually talk with people that know you the best, family members, friends, coworkers, stuff like that. And if you aren't aware of what you're naturally gifted at, say, hey, I'm trying to figure out what it is that I'm good at. And they might even be in the middle of doing it at that particular time. It's like, dude, you're doing it right now. (laughs) You're awesome at this. Really? But this is so easy. That's the point. It may be something that you are so good at that you got that natural bent to. It's second nature or maybe even first nature to you because it's so easy. You don't recognize that as being your talent, that as being your skill, part of your superpowers because it's so easy for you. Whatever it is that you find that it just rolls off, you just are drawn into it. Uh, it, It's just a, a natural thing for you. That is Part of that process. So ask people what it is that they find in you that they're, or what they have noticed you doing that you are natural at. And it may come as a surprise for you. And if it does, good. It, it, you, you want some of these things to come up that way. Uh, because sometimes it's those things that are most obvious to others that are hidden to us that we need to become aware of. So yeah, by all means, go ahead and ask those that are closest to you, figure out what it is that you excel at. And go ahead and move forward in that awesomeness if you can't figure it out on your own there. It's true that uh, so many of us, we're, we're way too close to what we do to realize what it is that we're doing. You know, it's one of the things that my clients struggle with a lot is, you know, they're so passionate about what they do or how they help people that they kind of forget that not everyone has that same basis. Not everyone has that same foundation. So the way they talk about it is not bringing in the right people. And it's something that I, I find with a lot of people ourselves, you know, we're so close to knowing what we're doing that it seems basic to us, like you said, but it's actually 
uh, really amazing and, and really game changing for a lot of other people. Also overcoming that, uh, that reticence, I think a lot of us have to randomly walk up to family members and be like, so what do you think I'm good at? You know, is there a way to get that conversation started that makes it uh, easier for people? way to make that conversation so it's easier for people to get into? That's a really good question. And I can't say that I've had a whole lot of thought around that one. Because for me, it's just saying, hey, to me, I would just walk up to someone that I know and say, hey, you know, I'm trying to figure out where my strengths are right now. I'm going through this self-reflection process here. And I'm just trying to really get clear on where my own strengths are. And for whatever reason, I'm just having a real hard time identifying what my strengths are. And I'm hoping that you might be able to give me some insight here because I don't see where my strengths are. I don't see what it is that I'm good in. And I've got to be good at something, but I just can't identify what that is. Can you help me with that? And just kind of go with that and see what they say. If they say get lost, then obviously that's not the right person to talk to. But more than likely, if it's someone that, that you know quite well and that you trust, or be more than happy to help you out with that. So I just say, hey, I'm going through some self-reflection. I'm, I'm trying to get a better understanding of who I am and what my skill levels are and really what it is that I'm passionate about in life. And I'm hoping you could help me out with that, help me figure out where uh, these strengths lie for me. I, I would approach it that direction. That's a really great script to get started. And it's a good point to make that, you know, if somebody says, well, I'm not going to help you with that, then they're not the right person to ask because you you really are, you know, looking to to make sure that what you're doing is is giving you joy and, and bringing closer to your passion and purpose. And if somebody's not interested in helping you achieve that, then definitely the wrong person for the conversation. So, you know, we've talked about how to get started, right? How to kind of define or identify where your superpowers are. Uh, what if like your superpower, you know, you mentioned you, you play the, you play an instrument and your, your passion is music, but there's also kind of a, a popular stereotype of the starving artist. So it's like, well, is that something I can make a business out of? So what would be those first steps to transforming your passion into something that you can generate and grow for your business and making sure that that passion aligns with the business you already have? Great question there. Yes. Uh, there are several ways of uh, being able to make that happen. First of all is see what's out there uh, within, well, talking about Facebook, see what groups are out there. You can do a, a search within Google to see uh, what there is in that particular area, like, you know, the proverbial starving artist there. There's lots of businesses that are started part-time on the side saying, hey, I've got this music going over here. You can you can do music on the side if that's what it is that you want. Or I know of a, of a gentleman that does uh, pet paintings and he had, was working a full-time job and he's doing pet paintings uh, on the side and he wants to make that his full-time business moving forward. But to, to do that is just figure out what it is that's out there. Find out how many searches there are for certain products that are out there. But there, Google's got a lot of different resources that you can go out there and do searches with and figure out how much of a demand is out there. And really what you want to do is determine if there's a, a demand for whatever it is that you want that's in the marketplace. And Google is probably going to be the easiest way to go about doing that because that's got, I think, 90% of the traffic search there. So go into Google and do searches about what people want there. And there are tools within Google. I want to say it's Google Analytics. Uh, I, I Don't quote me on that one, but Google has tools to figure out what those keywords are to determine how many searches there are out there. And if you determine that you've got something that you want, you know, let's say it's in a larger area, and we'll take that the example of music uh, there. And you want to get into the music industry in some capacity. You play an instrument, you sing, you vocalize, whatever the case may be, and you want to do an album. Okay, what kind of album is it that you want? Go on the Google and, and start doing some searches to get a narrow 
form of a niche in there. What kind of music is it you want? Do you want rock? Do you want pop? Do you want classical? What is it that you want? And start doing some sub-searches in that to figure out what niche is it that your superpower resides in so you can determine what popularity there is out there for that niche because everything revolves around niche. When you figure out what the niche is that you belong to, and it can take you a while to figure that out. It certainly has taken me a while to, to figure out my niche in certain things there. So I totally get the whole fact of how in the world do I niche myself down here? And one of those things is within Facebook, you can actually go into their, their ad manager in there and you can look at, at insights with fan pages and groups to figure out how many people out there are actually interested in a certain topic. And it may take a little bit of time to do that one. I just recently did some, some research myself there, which is why that's coming up for me right now. And I was looking at how many people were in certain groups and what kind of a fan base was out there for uh, what I was looking at at that particular time. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. There are that many people out there. And I've got this many people that I can advertise to. I think it's like about 5 million people that I can advertise to. And so I figured I had to niche myself down into that area. And as a result, now I've got an audience uh, within Facebook that I can market to. So that, that's one of the ways that, that you can figure out what kind of a market there is out there because there is a market for almost everything. It's just a question of what's it look like. And it may take on a different appearance than what you initially thought. And to me, as long as you're within what it is that you have a zeal for, what you have passion for, all is well. It may just look differently than what it is that you wanted. But the form of it doesn't matter as long as it's something with that your heart and that your passion reside in and that you have a drive to do every day. Does that making sense? Yeah, you know, I, I do agree that there is a, a niche for everything and there are people who are looking for help with pretty much anything you can think of. And it's all about, uh, you know, just finding how to best apply that. But before we wrap up here, let's talk a little bit about, you know, your new book, Discover the Three Indispensable Keys to Your Success with Passion Power. What are those three keys to making sure that you're tying in your passion to your purpose so that the business you already have can grow? Absolutely. Great question there. The three P's that I uh, cover in my book are your past. And the reason why I talked about the past is in my own experience, and I literally just talk about my own stories here in in my book there. uh, My past, I I had a lot of challenges uh, growing up. And for a long time, I really thought that my past was hindering me from moving forward into my future. And what I figured out is that my past didn't hinder me from it. It actually prepared me. The challenges that I went through actually prepared me for stepping into my purpose in life. So the first one is your past. The second one is provision. And in many cases, provision, the provisional mindset is I don't have enough money to do whatever it is I need to do to accomplish my purpose in life. And what I've discovered is that Provision comes in many forms. Uh, one of the, the most obvious is, your, is monetary resources. How much money do you have to work with? But it doesn't always come in just a monetary resource. One of the stories I share in that is how I, I had to come up with some resources to attend a seminar. And I had the time available to me to go and do some work for a friend of mine so I could actually create the resources. So time is also a resource. Uh, networking is also a resource. So yeah, you need to have not only your, your past and be prepared using your past to prepare you to move forward, but also figure out what you have in the way of provision, whether it's time, networking, people that you know, actual money, whatever the case may be, provision can come in many different sources. And the third P in that is your purpose and know what it is that your purpose is. And most importantly, how much passion do you have in that? And in that area, I talk about a concept that I like to call passion power. And passion power is simply a way of measuring how much passion you have 
or what it is that you're working on. A lot of people, when they come and talk, they say, hey, I, I talk to them, how much passion power do you have? Or, or how much zeal do you have in this in scale of, of zero to 100? And they say, yeah, I think I've got about 50 passion power. Well, then you don't have any passion power. That's not going to get you anywhere. Uh, they might say they have 80 passion power. Well, 80 will get you started, but it's not going to get you through challenges in life. And whoever's listening to this right now, you, you have had some challenges in life. And if you haven't, it's because you haven't lived long enough. Anyone that's been around for a few years knows that you've got challenges in life. And that 80 passion power is not going to get you through. You need to have 100 passion power in life or w- with whatever it is that you're working on to get through those challenges. Because that 100 passion power, I like to say, you know, translates into afterburners are locked, hot, ready to rock. Afterburners on full, ready to take on the world, but full of excitement and enthusiasm. So those are the three P's there, your past, your provision, and your purpose. It's a great breakdown for kind of helping people define, you know, it's one of those things that it ties really well what you've just laid out into also how you structure your marketing. You know, when I talk to people, a lot of them are really reluctant to claim their past, right? You know, they say, oh, well, I don't want people to know that that's where I came from. And that's kind of what makes it powerful is the fact that you've had those experiences. You bring that kind of experience into your business and that's what makes people connect with you. And then, uh, you know, talking about your resources and your provisions and how you have different areas in which you can, can, can bring those things in. You know, a lot of us are like, oh, well, I don't have the, the money, right? But then it's like, okay, well, what about the time or the connections? You know, what else is it that you can bring? Because there's a lot of different things that all of us can bring. And I think uh, many of us are kind of stopped at, oh, it's, it's money first, right? If it's not the money, then we don't have it. Uh, so I love that that breakdown and, and those three steps. And that's a, a really great overview, right, for a lot of people. And so thank you so much for coming on. And, uh, you know, we, we're almost out of time here. And you've, you've covered a lot of different things about how to make sure you're finding your passion, how to kind of uncover your superpower and, and the, the three keys to, to making sure that you can kind of put all of those types of passion into your business. So what would you say is the one big action item people need to take after listening to this interview, right? They're, they realize they're burning out. They don't want to be burning out. How can they make sure to reclaim their passion and, and their purpose and, and put it into their business? What's that one big action step? Great question there, Kim. Uh, the, the first thing that I would recommend for people is actually go to my website, andycraigbook.com. And for everyone that's listening to I've actually got a free resource that you can download there. It's a guide. It's going to help you get out of feeling trapped in your job uh, or position or whatever it is that you have right now. If you're feeling trapped, download that guide. It's free of charge for you there. Go. And it's a one-page thing. It's going to be able to help you walk through things in about 15 or 20 minutes. So I recommend just going there, downloading that guide building that out. And that's going to be the first big step. So you can start to get clear on the inside with what it is that you're really wanting to do and how you can move forward in the position that you're in right now. Or uh, if there's a different position that you need to move into, you can go ahead and figure out what that position can look like so you can move forward in that. Definitely go check out andycraigbook.com. You know, a one page, 15 to 20 minute exercise to start moving you forward on the path. That is incredibly powerful and such a great gift. Thank you so much for that. And, you know, if people want to learn more about you and what you do and how to get in touch, you know, how can they get in touch? What should be the, the next step then? Certainly. They can always check me out at andycraigspeaks.com. That is my speaking website there. And they can see a demo video of me there. Uh, They can see a little bit more about me there as well. And all my contact information is there at andycraigspeaks.com. So they can go check me out there. So got the Andy Craig book uh, where they can get that resource and andycraigspeaks.com. Both are, are available for them. All right. Well, I want to say thank you so much, Andy, for coming on and sharing your wisdom with my audience. 
You are welcome, Kim, and thank you for having me on. Absolutely. So remember, folks, until next time, keep calm and carry on. Thanks for listening to the Audience Converter Podcast. For more information and important links about today's show or for access to our website, visit theaudienceconverter.com. Take a moment to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.